0: cloud. All right. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode at the Bitcoin Stoa. As a reminder, this is a community finder project. So if you enjoy listening, you can support our work by sending some sats to the QR code on our website at Bitcoinstoa.com. And you can also stream sats using a Bitcoin wallet that has a podcast feature. Uh, I currently use the Breeze wallet, find it's a great experience. And I'm experimenting with uh, the fountain app too, which has V4V splits now. So you can actually split the revenue, uh, the sats that are coming in, which is kind of cool. So current Moscow time is 2.25.67 at one twenty. And with all that said, it is my honor to introduce Albert to the STOA. And we're going to have a conversation about the Bitcoin Hostel project that he's working on in Portugal. So Albert, welcome to the STOA. Hi,
1: Nick. Thanks for the invite.
0: You're very welcome, man. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. I'm very excited to hear about your project um, and to sort of share it with the Bitcoin world and the Bitcoin Stoa community. Uh, But before we get into your hostile project, I'd love to hear your Bitcoin story. It's uh, you know, it gives me context for who someone is and their journey to to Bitcoin and where they are now. And so maybe, you know, in as much detail or length as you want to tell it, when and how did Bitcoin come across your life path and maybe include some of the more significant moments leading up
1: to where you are today. Um, so go for it. Sure, sure. So, um, as a kid, I was always really interested in, in economics, which is kind of a weird hobby for a 16 year old. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I came really from this economic and political, um, um, part, and I love to read newspapers and, um, I was actually, I'm coming from a kind of a divided city and, um, you know, Berlin is used to be East. Uh, communist and west it was more capitalistic and my family is more from the capitalistic part and we moved into the socialistic part and so i kind of got to know both sides and um since my dad was an entrepreneur i saw him work a lot and um i was always interested in uh how how can you make money and how actually how does money work and how does economics work and um I had a lot of friends that were obviously raised in a whole different system with socialism and you have to apply for government, you know, subsidies or whatever you want. Um, And I always disagreed with this. Um, And then in the beginning, obviously, I never heard about Bitcoin because, you know, I was a kid and Bitcoin probably never got invented by then. (laughs) Um <laughs> But uh, with the time, I, I also couldn't... I'm not, I'm not such a technical person. So I heard of Bitcoin. I, I don't remember the, the, the exact year. but uh, I heard of Bitcoin pretty early and I you know, I, I never bought or I never did much research about it. But in, I, I, I knew that I liked it, but I didn't get in and I, I, I forgot about it for years. and then actually I, I heard my brother talk about it. And uh older or younger brother? My, my my older brother talked about it and uh he he was at the time living in Mexico and he came to visit me. And uh I remember how he told me uh, he invited me to the restaurant and uh I, I asked him, can I order everything? He invited <laughs> me and I asked him, Can I order everything? Yeah, you and gotta think of well, me... that big
0: brother, that big brother uh, relationship, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said, Well, let me check the Bitcoin price. And I'm like, what the fuck? You you, you have Bitcoin? (laughs) And then we talked a little bit and uh, probably, yeah, he he got me into it. Um, And that was probably by the the first time I bought was in uh, 2017, yeah. And I managed to buy the top. (laughs) Dude, if you buy
0: every top since Bitcoin's inception, you're sitting real pretty today. So it's like, if you zoom out, every top ends up being a good buy. One question I have for you is, do you remember what he said that got you? Like, what was was there any specific thing that he said that really orange-pilled you? And then the other question I have is, how long between when you had dinner with your brother and when you first bought Bitcoin, what was the time period? Like, did you instantly do it? Were you straight well, up orange-pilled or did you do a bit of research and then buy?
1: Well, actually, I I don't think I really got orange-pilled by him. I, th- I think I already had the idea that um, money should be limited and you cannot um, give it to a government that should just be able to you know, manipulate it in a way that yeah. maybe a small group might profit out of it. But the majority... It's too, it's too lo- much power.
0: No one should have this. that amount of power, right? With money. Because yeah. yeah, it gets yeah, abused I mean, eventually. It's
1: ridiculous. It's like with, the, with all sort of things. I mean, having a monopoly, especially on the most important thing of the economy, is kind of, it's, it's stupid. I mean, it's, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's uh, also dangerous. And it's also like, it's, um, yeah, it's just a bad thing and i kind of knew it all the time i thought about gold a lot because that's uh, also a different solution to the problem and i kind of like bitcoin was not easy to buy and i kind of dismissed it because i'm not as i said i'm not such a technical person and i think this dinner with my brother um, gave bitcoin some sort of um, seriousness yeah like it was more (laughs) legitimate because you're
0: i mean social social vetting is so huge, right? If you hear about Bitcoin from a stranger versus if you hear about it from a close family member, that's a different touch point, right? And having a touch point from um, an an immediate family member, especially an older sibling, I find. Like when I talk to my brothers about Bitcoin, I think me being the older sibling and them being, you know, there's a relationship there where you kind of look up for some wisdom from your older siblings, so. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think that's kind of like the first time I really heard from a living person that's you know not from youtube or whatever right uh, from a living person that i know pretty well that have here on Bitcoin. that's kind of like get, got me into the idea wow that's that's really something that is happening and it, it works and uh, so you, you order everything on, on the menu? and you can pay with it <laughs> if you want and you can do whatever and yeah. it's not just a theory
0: yeah and did you order did you end up ordering everything on the menu what was the verdict
1: <laughs> i ate a hell of a big steak <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and
0: yeah Cool. So so you get into Bitcoin at the top, that's in, you know, would you say 2017? And then how has your, how has this journey unfolded for you since you first got some skin in the game until like where we are today, April 2022?
1: What are the, what's the path there? Um, Well, the path obviously is, um, I, I hope a lot, well, I think a lot of people have done it and I also have to admit that I have done it and I went into a into shit coins, and I thought I should make some- Some so rite of passage, I think. Some, some, some money, yeah. And, um, but actually I also did a pretty, I think, uh, good thing because I found out that um, certain exchanges have a higher price and others have a lower price. So I managed to buy for low and sell for high, and that was a, a way to get more Bitcoin. But I also did a lot of you know shit coins and um, yeah. In in the end, I think you have to get wrecked to understand that there's is, there is. It just makes no sense to yep. reinvent you know the fiat system, which is basically what you know proof of stake is and like other coins. I mean the the meme coins and they are like I mean it's just ripoffs. And I guess even the founders know that and so. Um, this is how i slowly transitioned into like from the knowledge to that the money we have at the moment is not right to shitcoins to there's actually just one valuable digital thing and it can only be proof of work it can only be the way it got invented by an, an anonymous person that um kind of made it in the in the dark and no one knows who it was this is the only possible way to have a decentralized money for the people and at the moment I really believe that if you have other coins if you if you understand what how crypto works and you still have crypto you're fuck, like you're doing harm to Bitcoin Yeah, crypto is the attack on Bitcoin, I think. Like proof of stake is the attack
0: on proof of work. Crypto is the attack on Bitcoin, right? Like literally all the FUD from Bitcoin comes from one or two places. Legacy institutions, which are all being replaced by Bitcoin, whether that be accounting or nation state or all the above. Um, And then the other half, which I think is actually leading the way in terms of the marketing effort of FUD is crypto. To try, because yeah. in order to to sell your shitcoin, you have to lie about Bitcoin and say why Bitcoin has a limitation that your shitcoin fixes. And so yeah. I agree. Uh, you know I think there's like an ethical quandary where I know people who know shitcoins are shitcoins, and they mm-hmm. say explicitly, "I'm only in shitcoins to trade it to buy huh. more Bitcoin." And it's like, well, number one, you're taking on a lot of risk. You're assuming yeah. you know more than all the other people in crypto, which you might. But also, it's like, how do you feel about making money off people who are going to get wrecked? Like, there's yeah. an ethical element there. So, I agree. Get rid of your shit coins, buy Bitcoin, and live yeah. a low time preference life. It's so much better.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's also, um, I think Bitcoin teaches you so many things of, uh, you know, reducing also um, consumption and. Uh, lower um, um, like have a different time preference and um, it's just you learn that you, you want to have less and also financially yeah. you want to have i mean just one asset is it's bitcoin i mean sure you can have like a, maybe a house or you know a car if you want to but i'm not like people understand nowadays especially bitcoiners understand that we are not in for lumbos and we are not in to go to go to the moon or whatever we're in here to change the fucking world we want yeah. to make or at least uh, that's w- what we want to do at bitcoin Hoster. we want to educate a lot of uh, people and we want to make them understand that it is money from the people for the people and it frees them for from 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 the current uh, uh um, monetary system we have at the moment and I'm, I'm not like I know. Also, in the financial crisis in 2008, also Canada was having a huge impact um, on it. But in Europe, people couldn't get like in Southern Europe, people couldn't get their own money from the banks. They, the, yeah, the banks crazy. told them the banks told them uh, that they can only get 50 euros a day. That's I mean that's robbery. That's absurd.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's that. I mean, literally, it's slavery and theft. That's what fiat is. And you know, in Canada, we might not have been that affected with that, but like, I helped truckers receive Bitcoin donations, and immediately had no property rights in Canada. So it's like we have different. You know, people are getting their bank accounts shut down for sending fifty dollars to law-abiding, peaceful citizens asserting their right to protest. Like, there's some there's some fucked up shit going on here too, which I think people are more aware of now, which is good um
1: what is your ex uh what did you experience with the truckers uh, have you talked to a lot of them uh, that did not know what bitcoin is and then you kind of orange built them
0: yeah i mean i the problem is right now i still have so there's a class action lawsuit of people trying to essentially sue me because i helped with the trucker convoy so i can't talk about it yet um uh, mm-hmm. like yeah dude some crazy like Put it That's this way. Crazy. People were very scared of Bitcoin. This is the proof. So I can't talk about it now, but I will tell the whole story in full when I'm like free of all this legal bullshit. Um, cool. maybe I'll come to Portugal and tell it to you in person. Um, awesome. yeah, that'd be nice. but, but I mean, at the end of the day, so let's get back to your story. So you go through here, you're building your conviction, you go through shitcoin phase. I noticed on the, uh, Bitcoin Hostel page that you come from an architecture background. So, you know, like, um, maybe now is a good place to kind of transition into your project. So from what I understand, you're creating, uh, you're, you're crowdfunding, building and designing a Bitcoin hostel in Portugal. So yep. I guess one question I have is where did you go from Germany to Portugal? Like uh, how long have you been living in Portugal? What made you go there if you're living there right now? what made you choose Portugal as the hostel location and where does your architecture background fit into this project? Cause I looked at the website, but I, I, I want to hear it from you. So when did you go from Germany to Portugal and, um, you know, what made you want to do this? Like the big thing I want to know is the, why, why are you putting energy yeah. into this? What, what potential vision do you see from this? Uh, and then maybe tell us a bit about the project and how it's unfolding.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so at the moment I'm not yet in Portugal, I, I, I still live in Berlin and I I still uh, work in my Fiat job actually, um, and it's, uh, our client is uh, the government. Okay. Ironically, <laughs> but th- this probably gave me like you know the last push after Corona. Uh, this is probably the the, the last push um, to, to make me understand. Well, I have to do something. I'm not going to work for this bullshit anymore, yep. and um, w- I want to work. At, uh, at something that I believe that makes the world a better place. Um, that's so exciting!
0: You know how many times I hear that from Bitcoiners, and how much hope that gives me—that <laughs> yeah. like, people are young people with a hopeful future who have a vision for what meaningful work can be, are actually taking action and doing it. Like that's yeah. some inspiring shit, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean the the world is full of negativity, and it's um, uh, people say it's going down, it's going down. I actually I'm so fucking optimistic. Same. about the future. Um, we have a tool to make the world amazing. I mean, we have problems in the world, but there is something that can solve it. Um, and it's not a theory. And the, the more stories I hear, the, the, the more convinced I get. I mean, I'm fucking addicted to Bitcoin. I watch <laughs> videos too. every fucking day. I read about it. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I'm, you know, it's Bitcoin all fucking days for, for, for years now. Yeah. Um, so, so Bitcoin is my um, um, sort of my hobby at the moment. I love traveling um, and I'm an architect. I studied architecture for five years um, and uh, now I'm an architect. I have uh, four years of working experience. And now is the time to combine all of those three things. And um, I, I want to do it in Europe because I, I understood I have been traveling. Really far away as well, like in, in, you know, in Australia, which has like uh, twenty hours flights to to get there, and it's, you know, it's it's too far away. Um, and I could also go to El Salvador, and I, I want to support everyone that goes to El Salvador to build something because I think it's also necessary. But here in Europe, we also need um, Bitcoin hubs and Bit- yeah. Bitcoin citadels. And uh, I think people should fight for it and a lot of people, also bitcoiners are kind of like pessimistic about the uh, about the European Union and, and in which direction they, they they go because they have a lot of proposals to you know forbid you know wallets or forbid proof of work or you know as, as you said before, it's going into like they, they want to support more kind of like Ethereum and they talk about, you know, uh, the, the, the environmental impact of, of Bitcoin and it's so so bad and whatever and I think just like my brother did uh, when I first heard a real world uh, use case for Bitcoin and I, I, I want to do it in a, um, in a environment that's fun and in an environment where you know, a lot of people when they travel they are open-minded, they want to get to know new cultures, they want to uh, experience new people, new foods, new religions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, people come back as as hippies sometime, um, doing yoga all day. And I mean, they they have kind of an open mindset. And um, in this hostel, we want to create something that you have a hell of a good of time. And uh, I, I've, I've, I've seen so many amazing hostels, and I can assure you that I'm pretty sure that I know how to make it a great place and um yeah it, it should be kind of like a, a hub for people to to have fun at and bitcoin is uh it's not just you know a name it is something that you can uh live it's a kind of it's lifestyle yes yeah. uh maybe you 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 also eat better you have a longer time horizon you uh, consume less uh, maybe you you are nicer to people. Maybe you have value in life, and you, you can not do it. Um, you don't have to do it like in a heavy way to teach people and to kind of force it to them, but to show people you know in a fun way how it works. Um, you know, we intend to only accept uh, Bitcoin payments, so no fiat, no euro, no beautiful, um, and 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 uh, will find a easy way to uh, to to also. Um, teach people that maybe don't have bitcoin yet but we'll put an atm there they download the fucking app it takes 30 seconds and then uh they have bitcoin and then they can pay and it's 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 really fast and um if if we create a fun place to memorize for them they'll spread the world around the world they go home and they they tell their friends man i've been to this amazing place and we had amazing conversations over there. We had live band over there. We went surfing. We had like there were nice surfing teachers, and um, we got dr- fucking drunk in the evening. And uh, I had sex in the dorm dormitorium. And uh, you know what? Everyone paid with Bitcoin, and everyone was fucking talking about Bitcoin all the time. And, Dude, sign uh, me up right now. This is this yeah. Is, I completely agree, and I, I think you know,
0: it, from the standpoint of you designing this project end to end. Having the architecture background and understanding the dynamic of how does the how do humans interact with space? And the opportunity of being able to engineer from scratch a space with a full intentionality of how that space will be used and like purpose build it based on function. That's a really exciting project to me. And I, I couldn't yeah. agree more. You know, the best hostels I've been to in the world created the best container to have a super memorable experience on multiple dimensions whether it was the food or the people you know like that hostel attracted me for some reason and so it self-selected people that are like me that have the same values that want to move that value community that want to have good meals for like three hours and and talk shit and get drunk or smoke weed whatever and the idea that you could create a container whereby someone comes in maybe with little to no bitcoin knowledge can have one of the most memorable experiences of their lives fueled yeah. by Bitcoin on all fronts with Bitcoiners, yeah. they will leave there and they will be an, a, a node in their own community. They will tell everyone they know, like give them a reason to tell everyone they know about what happened yeah. and make sure that it's, you know, built on Bitcoin. Bitcoin is what can fuel this. And I I think it's a really cool yeah,
1: idea. That, that's, that's kind of like, uh, I think something we need to make people understand that there's also a, a big difference between um, you know c- crypto or between uh, like um you know just some get rich quick scheme or you know things they see in the media um because it's a real life experience and yeah. uh, that's how, how you i guess um memorize um yeah memorize it in the best way um and yeah, I, so I'm, I'm working at the moment still at this sphere job, I'm going to finish this project by the end of the year. And I thought about it of like, when should I get public with it? Yep. And I thought, well, maybe I, I should wait until I bought the, the land and then build the hostel and, and then maybe made it make a Twitter account. But actually, I think the strongest asset Bitcoin has is actually the community. Yes, I, th- I think Bitcoin is so fucking strong. Not only because of the of, of the the great uh, algorithm or the nodes or the miners or whatever. I think the strongest asset are the people that support yeah. it. You know, the, like I'm bullish on Bitcoiners. Even more bullish than on Bitcoin. I'm bullish on Bitcoiners. Yeah, exactly. <especially.
0: laughs> I think it's a good move telling people about it at its inception because what you do then is you allow people to transparently see the journey. Right, like you can you involve them in the creation process you will create something way better because you'll get a bunch of suggestions. um, And people will be able to have a deeper connection by seeing this from infancy to realization and see how the vision is actually like being put into reality. So I think it's a really good idea to start it right away. You know, maybe you're not putting a huge amount of energy into it, but I think involving people through the process, you will build a community such that when the, when the hostel is ready to take people, You'll have a turnkey group of people who want to sign up. To, you'll literally have a sign-up list of who wants to come if you do this in a way that's very transparent, very authentic, and aligns yeah. with the Bitcoin core ethos. Because you know I've been in Portugal, Portugal is a beautiful place. I went to uh, Lisbon, Porto, and I went to Faro, which is in the Algarve area. So why did you pick Portugal? Um, and do you have any idea of like what are your constraints? I have so many questions, but let's start here. Why Portugal? Where in Portugal? And, you know, at the end of this year, you said you're wrapping up your fiat mining uh, gig. And what does the next phase look like in terms of financing the project, finding land? So why Portugal? And then what's the roadmap from here moving forward, maybe from a zoomed out lens?
1: Sure. So uh, Portugal is um, a a place that I personally like to travel to. Um, I've also been to several cities and I love their culture. I love their food. I love... Um, the the weather condition, you know, I'm from Germany, so it's a little bit colder over here. Um, yeah. And uh, I, can, I can relate to that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, th- I think it's just a beautiful place, which is the most important um, thing. The second most important thing is also um, that prices are pretty low at the moment, um, you can get a piece of land uh, for, I'm not gonna say almost nothing, but compared to for example Berlin that's it's like peanuts. cheaper it's yeah. much cheaper um, and the third thing is that the the law is sort of bitcoin friendly. Um, you don't have yeah. to pay taxes yeah there's no capital gains on Bitcoin correct yeah. there's no there's no capital gains on bitcoin and uh, also in general taxes are pretty low and you can find ways to I'm not sure if it's smart to say but uh, there is legal ways to not pay taxes for for 10 years um because you can have like uh you know it's a it's a bit of a complicated structure you need but it is legal so you
0: can play by the rules and find the loopholes i know portugal is doing a lot to try and attract businesses so they have very favorable treatment for businesses going to portugal in terms of corporate taxes like i've looked into this quite a bit too
1: um so yeah portugal makes sense yeah, it's, a, it's, it's those three things. It's a beautiful country, be, be, beautiful people, nice food, nice weather, uh, it's low prices, and the, the Bitcoin laws are, are pretty uh, all right for, for Europe. Um, so that is, there are some good conditions to, um, I think, build the hostel, um, yeah. What location? Um, where, in,
0: where, in, uh, where in Portugal
1: do you wanna do it? Um, probably it's gonna be Algarve. We're gonna look around uh, all over the place. But um, I, I am also I've posted it on on my website and on Twitter. Uh, we bought a camper, me and my girlfriend. Nice. And with a camper, we're gonna tour around. And uh, you know, I think you have to take your time to really understand yep. how the place works and wh- what's the what's the best place to go and where's the best prices. You you can negotiate really good with the people over there and sometimes. Um, they have you know, signs on the wall with a number and you just call and say, well, hi, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to get a, get, a, get a good price and get a good location. Um, and yeah, Algarve is probably the, the most amazing surfing area or one of the best surfing areas in the world. Um, and uh, I'm not an expert, but I like surfing and uh, I, I would like to do it even more. I want to do I also want to be uh, a little bit more in the in the nature outside. I love gardening. I love, you know, uh, creating my own uh, dinners and uh, cooking and, uh, you know, being more, more outside connected with nature. And I think Algarve is a really good um, area to do so. Um, now, uh, as as I said, uh, the the uh, on, on my website, I'll put a list of you know steps I want to take. So the first step is to get a camper. Second step is uh, get into uh, get on Twitter and you know talk a little bit about it. And I was fucking amazed by the feedback I got. Um, within a month, I got like a thousand followers. Within like uh, now, it's not even two months, but I'm almost at two two, th- uh, two thousand
0: perfect.
1: And uh Dude, what yeah, you're
0: doing is appeals to a lot of people. Like it is I, yeah, it's exponential it, also because once you you know I really think getting people curious to be involved with the process of how this unfolds. Right? Yeah. And even if you I think with with Twitter, like I'm I ran a health network it was on Instagram, but it's same social media kind of vibe in terms of like how do you build an authentic following of people? Number one, you have to be giving them value. Um and number two, I think consistency is important. So like even if you set out like I'm going to post once a week and i'm going to give a little update and you literally just say update number one here's where things are at update number two like not super frequent but letting people know context of like okay this is where we are yeah. um even like a percentage right it's almost like a progress bar it's like okay we're at 10 percent. this is what i'm doing we're at 20 percent. 100 is we're open people yeah. need to start coming i would be curious to follow that just from the standpoint yeah. of like witnessing your journey to create this yeah. thing which appeals to me exactly- a lot um, that, that,
1: that's that's really the idea. And you, man, Nick, you, you, you cannot believe what the fucking response of the people were. I mean, crazy. I got private messages from people t- telling me they want to quit their job to fucking come work for me. I got people go. to, uh, you know, just tell me that what, what a fucking great uh, project this is. I got people yeah. that told me uh, that they, they, want, they have ideas or people that uh, can offer some land and people that want to offer like, um, some, you know, advice on the language on the areas. Um, I got invited to like, uh, I think now it's the sixth or seventh podcast. I mean, it's, it's fucking powerful. People don't really like, they, they fucking love the idea and they give me so much um, support. And then, uh, yeah, the third step would be then to kind of see if, um, also I get financial support and I did a, a, a little test run and I, I was asking for a million satoshis um, and we got it in a in a week so <laughs> amazing <laughs> I mean it's it's, it's it's just a test run and it's not going to change um, you, you know the the whole project significantly but it, it shows me that people are putting fucking real money into it and I think yeah um, yeah from a million uh, we got to two million and um, you know at some point we got a bitcoin and, and so on and that's um, helping us finance to pay for a good piece of land and most importantly also build a uh, like in a good location and build a good house on it like build a good structure where people are going to be able to have a lot of fun and then also it should be a, a place that does not cost that much because I mean it's it's called hostel for a reason it's not a hotel and yeah. um, it is for, for everyday people, just for people that like to travel with a backpack. And um, in my experience, there's also the best places to, to, to go to. Um, and yeah, it's, it should be open for everyone. So we're, we're going to have, uh, probably that's, how, that's my idea, but um, I'm going to say next what's, uh, uh, how, like how we are going to do it. My idea is to have like uh, eight, uh, um, uh, two eight-people dormitoriums um probably two uh four bedrooms and like two uh, or two suites or something private rooms um so at the beginning it's really um small um but it's important to have like uh you know get people together and uh uh, have like a close close environment with everyone and i think also it's a a good combination of travelers and um, you know, people that's traveling as a couple or, you know, people that just want to have their private room, um, but still want to get in touch with people. And uh, that's the idea.
0: Amazing. That sounds great. And I'm very, uh, what is your, um, in terms of what's in your brain right now, and obviously this is going to change many times over, but, you know, cool. I always am curious from, uh, you know, our friends who are architects and I love to hear, or or not all of them are architects, but a lot of them are into design. My brother specifically loves designing, Holmes, He just loves engineering spaces. Um, What is the theme of of what you're envisioning um, for for this? Like, is it like just as a and I won't hold you to any of this, but I'd love to know, like, if you could describe a high level vision of a theme of of what this is going to look like and the the really unique elements that are going through your brain right now. um, How would you convey that?
1: So um... You know during my studies i had the experience that a lot of people were working a lot of students were working on the same project and they came out with whole different solutions whole different designs um and i think this is really the value of uh, of universities um to have a whole crowd designing something that's going into different directions and i think we can also use this power and that's why I said we want to crowd design it as well. Mm, um, cool. That from every place in the world, they can send proposals. And the proposals can be very, very different. Just to um, name maybe three three specific ideas. It could be made out of uh, local materials. Wood, for example. Um, to be built fast. Um, be environmentally friendly. Um, a second uh design idea could be well let's make it out of stone so it's gonna last like bitcoin for ages like uh let let get let's get inspired by you know uh roman architecture and not Dude, make this 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 um you know modernistic shit um make it something that is really robust and will never ever fall apart unless people are gonna fucking burn it or whatever um, <laughs> even rocks
0: you can't burn that shit <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um and the third option could even be uh container houses
0: container yeah. houses
1: inspired by uh miners in case the um the law is going to change we can just rebuild Pick the whole, up and take, put take, somewhere take else. our containers and go to another yeah. place that's that's like three really connected bitcoin ideas and i think there are a lot of more solutions to this, and that's why we believe that we want to make a place where the whole community can go, and that's why I think the whole community can also participate in, in designing it. I'm obviously, I'm obviously going to be the one that is uh, like physically and building it, and also making all the details for uh, for how to build it. But um, I think even people that have no idea of how architecture work works. Uh, they can send them some ideas. Even if it's not even a sketch, it could even be like a, uh, some words. Like, you know, you should do um, also, uh, one, one guy told me you should also do some co-working space in it. And I think, you know, that's how you get to a good result that is um, being used by a lot of people. And,
0: Agreed. And even just like green roofs, the idea of maximizing the growable space so that you can grow yeah. gardens, so that you can, yeah. you know, take advantage of all these things. And I, you know, this whole notion of uh, barn raising, right? Like the way they used to do it, some, someone in the community needs to build a barn, everyone goes and helps build the barn, right? I yeah. think the Amish community still do this. You could easily do something like that where you're like, okay, here's the construction timeline. Yeah. If anyone comes to help out, we'll feed you yeah. and we'll have tents. And you, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get, I'll come get a fleet of <laughs> big coming in to provide manual labor. You might have yeah. some skilled labor. There might be a Mason that is a bitcorner corner. That's like, yeah, I'll go help you for two yeah. weeks or a carpenter. Yeah, I yeah. think there's so much greater freedom with this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I even got like, uh, already messages from people. One guy uh, said, Yeah, I'm an electrician. Do you need my help? I, I could come immediately. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think this is also something that is, um, uh, yeah. people tell me, we inspire them to also make projects like this. Yep. Um, but I get so much support from the people that like, you know, they, they bitcoiners i feel like are loving to give and are loving to build and it's they're incredibly it's, it's, generous it's, and
0: they here's the thing about bitcoiners they take action like it's not yeah. just people who are saying oh there's these problems boohoo it's terrible yeah, yeah. it's like no no no, we're gonna identify the problem we're not gonna yeah. sit there and just dwell on it we're gonna actually do shit that solves it and we're gonna yeah. we're, we're gonna like take action right i think bitcoiners yeah. are very generous yeah. If, they, if something you're doing resonates with them and they want to support it, they will. And they're also action-oriented where they'll actually like take action. They'll contribute to code or they'll contribute ideas or they'll contribute sats or they'll contribute effort. And yeah. uh, the amount of support you're getting is a direct indicator of how much you're tapping into the Bitcoin community and yeah. something that they feel is giving value. So it's like yeah. all this support you're getting is not a mistake. It's because you're doing something that people are like, I want to get behind that. I'm feel- being inspired. I want to send that love back. So. Yeah,
1: I feel I feel overwhelmed. I want I want to say thank you for every one of them. Um, obviously, we are at a very early stage, um, but we can already do things and um, you know test drive how how how, how certain things could um, then uh, continue. For for example, we just had a logo competition of, and I told people, yeah, just send them some sketches. It can be with a you know just a pen, and you don't have to do like a finished logo or something, just some sketches. And I think we got about like more than 50 proposals. Wow.
0: All
1: sorts, of, all sorts of designs. Like people did it with, you know, Illustrator, but they've also done it like, a, just a, a fucking pencil sketch to <laughs> five seconds awesome. or something. But every, everything was in there. And in the end, uh, uh, some Venezuelan guy or girl, I'm not even sure, um, one and I, I really liked uh, his or her design um, and she got uh, 300,000 Satoshis which is for a Venezuelan person also I think a lot of money for like that's huge
0: that's huge, that's huge.
1: and so we're also giving trying to give something back to the community and um, yeah we would intend to continue
0: amazing now in terms of preliminary timelines like where do you see, so we're 22 right now this is like preliminary foundational planning. Mm-hmm. Where do you see things happening like 23, 24, 25 mm-hmm. as a high-level prediction? Wh- where would you say you would place the milestones in those years? Like I want to mental map this so that I include it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it is always good to have ambitious plans. Yes. Um, I agree. I I now have this contract with uh, uh, with my boss and uh, I, I signed specifically for this one project. And this one project um, is going to end this year, in the end of this year. So um, probably it's going to be December. And then probably in January, I'm going to start uh, going to Portugal and looking for a good location. Now, I cannot say how long this is going to take, but I hope sure. it's, it's not going to take more than three months. Okay. And then we are in March, and uh, once we got, um, yeah, once we got the the, uh, the location, we we bought everything. We we're immediately going to start uh, um, to publish the DWGs, all the you know measurements and uh, uh, location details, and uh, you know orientation to the sun, and you mm-hmm. know information around the area and, and photos and stuff like this, and immediately start the design competition. Um, and usually those competitions, especially if it goes for for smaller buildings, they're not gonna take more than a couple of uh, weeks or so. And uh, then we have to apply for the permits. Also there, it's, it's kind of unsure how long it's gonna take in, in, in Portugal, could take long time, could take a little less. Let's see how uh, you know the person that is working on this permit how uh, fast he or she is. Give him um, some
0: sats, Maybe it'll happen quicker.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Download this app. I have a uh, present. <laughs> yeah. I included and, a uh, seed
0: phrase in the proposal, yeah, but there might, <laughs> might not be money.
1: In there. <laughs> it's just some words. It's no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so that yeah, brings us to mid
0: 23. So by mid 23, let's say May 23, you've got the land you've done a design competition, you have a pretty good idea of what you're going to build. And then yeah. the permitting process, let's give that, be generous and give it two months. So we're in like yeah. July. Yeah. And then I guess the build, like I think in Canadian terms, so we have a build season here cause you don't build shit in the middle of winter, but over yeah. there there's, it's probably not a consideration. It's like
1: when you're ready to build and you have the permits, you have the money, you just start building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can you can build immediately. And I try, I, I try to make it end of next year, H- half a year, of building is ambitious, yep. but I repeat, it's a small project. And, um, so by yeah. end of
0: 23, you'll have something built and maybe start welcoming people. Start at 24. That's a pretty good that's, timeline.
1: That, that's the goal. That's the goal, but I don't want to promise anything. If it's yeah, in yeah, 24, yeah. uh, it, it's going to be in 24, but, uh, 23 is, is the goal. And we what have, about? Um, we have one and a half years to do that.
0: Powerful. What about <laughs> investors? So, you're going to be taking donations and I'm sure you'll get very um, a great response, especially as you start to kind of unfold the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on taking on like a small group of like a small federation of Bitcoiners who want to fund? Because I mean, do you have a budget in mind of what you want to spend for land and for phase one construction, let's call it? Um, do you have anything in mind and what are your thoughts on taking on? Because I think this whole idea of crowdfunding and doing things without crazy legal contracts and without asking for permission, just more so based on trust and sort of like a consensus agreement of like, okay, if this amount of money gets sent, this is what it entitles you to. What are your thoughts on taking on investment? Um, And I'd be really curious, like just zoomed out figures, preliminary figures of what you plan to spend on the land and how big the land will be. And then Mm -hmm. also like, what are you expecting this thing to cost to build uh, for phase one?
1: So um, yes, we, would like to also find investors. Um, But probably we we are we cannot have direct investors on the hostel um, but we are actually looking to really build even kind of like a a village or something. Um, So I could imagine to buy a little bit of a bigger piece of land and then on one part we put the hostel and then on the other part we, we put whatever they want to put. Um, so that is something we could uh, certainly imagine and uh, for for, for the donations I guess since I want to give everyone something back uh, we're still working on some ideas on 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 what but uh, uh, we said like probably if you donate this sort of uh, money uh, you'll get you know a free drink if you donate a little bit more you get a free night if you Little donate a little bit even more you get like a a week in this in the suite or whatever um and this is some incentives to also you know get help from the community financially but then also give something back in return um another another idea we're actually working on is um you know those boring uh walls of donors where you just have like a list of all the people donating
0: oh yeah Uh, i think I, I like think, a monument to who helped build this thing even down to like small donations in SAS. yeah really but cool. make it make it
1: make it in a in a, in a bitcoin way make it like a, you know a map of sort of like notes like inspired by could it even be like the, the 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 lightning network where you see like bigger donors are the bigger channels and then smaller donors are like yeah. single uh you know smaller ones and I mean, also for this, we want to make a competition, and we want to, you know, get ideas from the community. So, I mean, as you as you might understand already, it's it's really something that we want to build from the ground up, even from the idea to um to to develop uh, with everyone. And then with the prices of the land, it is you find land for fifty thousand euro. Okay. Um, How big are we talking? How what is that? What does fifty thousand euro get you? 50,000 euro probably gets you in the middle of nowhere, a, a couple of uh, probably like two hectares or something, you, you can get there. Um, but that, that, that is already all right. Probably if you want to get into a little bit of a better location, you're going to have to spend up to 200,000. And then construction costs in uh, in Portugal is around 1000 per square meter 1000 euro per square meter. So, if you want to build 200 square meters, that's 200,000. Plus 200,000 from the land, that's 400. And additional costs, we're going to end up spending around half a million. Okay.
0: That seems like a, I mean, from a high level view, that's pretty good. And, you know, obviously to get a place closer to the water and more prime location is more expensive. You're going to pay a lot more. But the whole idea that you can get a place in the middle of nowhere, which could be cool to embed yourself in nature. And use that money that you would have spent on like, you know, a cheap bus that helps bring people to and from the ocean. Right. Yeah. And yeah. to me, that's a lot more appealing because you're it's like you're allowing yourself to have more work to get out of the area, like yeah. with your feet or with a vehicle, but you're getting yeah. so much more value for the land you purchased if it's in the middle yeah. of a jungle. Yeah. Um so yeah that sounds really yeah so cool.
1: we, we have to yeah, that's what i what i also um said to you initially that it is you can see a uh, property online you can ch- check them and you see shitty photos yeah. and you, you see, go to, like um, you gotta feel the you energy get, of the land yeah you have to go there and you must like go to some place and say whoa this hill is amazing and yep. uh, you know the view and fucking you know the air is nice and whatever you can just like fall in love with one single tree or like yeah. one old house that it has to be fucking renovated so it is really hard at this stage to have a good pred- prediction um, we obviously hope to spend as little as possible we hope to get um, as much as possible support from the uh, community design wise and input wise but also financially um, and this is this is going to help us to offer a, a cheap but really memorable, memorable place for people to come have a great time and learn about Bitcoin and about how to, you know, change the world. Dude,
0: That's so powerful. That sounds awesome. And we only got 10 minutes left because I only have an hour today, but um, you know, one of the ideas I thought of is like, if you did a podcast called Hostel stories and you literally mm-hmm. just had two mics, <laughs> anyone at the hostel could just go there, press a button and it records, you know, we're doing value for value podcasts right now. And people are paying sats, streaming sats to listen to cool conversations. The idea that this is a hub for Bitcoiners that are on their different life paths and they all have their own unique stories. The idea of creating like a podcast is just people shooting the shit and telling their stories in half an hour. I would listen to every episode and that would be, you know, it's a revenue stream for the hostel. But I think the whole idea that if you've stayed in a lot of hostels and you've handpicked the best things about the best hostels, you will create the world's best hostel because you've literally Mm -hmm. crowd and you're going to crowdsource ideas from Bitcoiners who a lot of them have done some sort of traveling rite of passage. So I think there's like so many opportunities to create amazing hostels for a group of people who will be wealthy. So like you talk about making it cheap. It's like, don't make it cheap, just make it so that you over deliver on value, right? I will pay more for something that I'll pay a bit more for something that's way better. And you know Bitcoiners will be wealthy they will be nomadic. Not all yeah. of them will be nomadic, but they will be more flexible and being able to travel and they will yeah. be seeking memorable experiences. And if yeah. you can create a hub that provides memorable experiences and orange pills people who aren't in Bitcoin and attracts Bitcoiners to go and orange pill the surrounding area, it's like,
1: it's yeah, gonna man. be pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can, like, I, I, I almost can't wait fucking doing <laughs> it and seeing this fucking place. And I, I mean, it's not only about um, building it and about, um, you know, getting ideas. But actually, the most important thing is like run it then, like yeah. have a place that is built that can continue to grow, but that is built and, uh, you know, just make people have a, have a great time. And uh, yeah, I think your, your idea, I just wrote it down, <laughs> making a hostile story podcast is a fucking, fucking great uh, idea as well. And um, yeah, I, I might do that. Cool. Well, I've, got, I've been doing podcasts for a while and I got
0: spare equipment. So if and when this does happen, I'll come and donate some equipment and help oh. out with the setup because getting, wow. you know, there is like a stack to set up of like, how do you plug this into a node? And, and on another note, like I know people that have more Bitcoin than they know what to do with. And all I have to do is bring them a project that gets them super hyped. That they know that the funds are with a trust trusted fiduciary someone who's mm. going to be a good steward and is mm. actually going to put things in place that are good for the world of bitcoin and the nice. idea of putting a couple uh, miners like cr- plugging in a couple s19s to show people mm. what mining is in person and also generate sats to fund the operation super mm. badass have a cool. podcast that generates sats based on people just telling their stories mm. um that's a good revenue source nice. and you know just there's so many ways to do this, and I like the idea that you said where it's like okay, we build a hostel here, and maybe you like literally just say this is how much it is for a shipping container um, on this piece of land. You know, you get to like. Anyway, I won't. I won't keep going. But there's so many. <laughs> no, I mean I, of- I mean, I mean,
1: li- I like getting this input because I mean, we get information from so many sources of people, and um, it's it's just uh, also if I can say one more thing on these competitions. Uh, one guy actually um, got really kind of angry, and I, you know, I posted the competition, and I and I said, you know, first prize is three hundred thousand sets, second is a th- uh, is a hundred thousand, third is fifty uh, thousand. And this one guy, he is like an artist, and uh, he told me, man, that's a ripoff. It's it's uh, competitions. No one should do competitions, and no artist should should do this. And uh, it's 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 really it's really bad and you I mean, got triggered it's okay uh, those people uh, can don't participate and <laughs> i actually I, I i i talked to him then and i wanted to understand why do you think so because mm. this is actually an, an an open competition where everyone can participate and it's not like right. um we only pay people that like do this for a living and right. it's meritocracy um, it, it's it's i mean in the end one venezuelan guy won this thing and it's like uh, i mean translated into into euro or uh, into euro is like a uh, 120 euro it's kind of like a week of um of, of work over there so that's a lot of probably money. more and it's yeah. also
0: the world's hardest money
1: and it's yeah. not in Venezuelan boulevards which lose value by the day it yeah. seems so and i mean it's it's, it's yeah. like a buck but i i explained uh, this thing to him and i he also gave me some really good inputs on how to make it a little bit better and I was curious on, on on how to make it, and I'm I definitely I'm not gonna make the competition like it was before, and I I'm gonna take his input into con- consideration. And in the end, he was he was so hyped that he said, "Man, s- sorry for this bullshit before." <laughs> he, he deleted he deleted all the all the bullshit tweets, and uh, like I didn't ask him to do that i said well no leave leave it there so we can have a conversation about it he he deleted it and he sent me some sets
0: so you're the right person to do this project because just the notion that you immediately sought to understand his perspective instead of just discounting him or shit talking him it's like you are the kind of person that is going to be able to execute this you're an architect you seem to have a pretty well-rounded vision um this is why people will support you this is why people will send randomly send you large amounts of sets in future (laughs) as you explain this i think the biggest thing my biggest nugget take it for what what it is if you want it or not involve people in the process um just really tell the story authentically of the stages you're going through even like the challenges like you know the the hardest challenges explain them and you know, if you want to start building this podcast, you know, I'm happy, I, I do podcasts for the Stoa because I just love talking to people. And if I can <laughs> share the conversation and one person who listens gets inspired, then the work of me posting it is well spent. Nice. Um, so, you know, if you want to do a monthly podcast and just air out feedback you're getting, it's almost like um, a record of the evolution. Yeah. Right. So, if people want to hear the story, not just like the current episode, but they want to know, like, okay, well, maybe there's 21 episodes of how to build a Bitcoin hostel and you do once a month. Like I'm happy to do once a month. I already have the recording gear. I can post it and you can have all the raw content to do with it, what you want. But I want to keep a pulse on this project as you go through it. Um, It sounds really interesting. I think it's going to resonate with a lot of Bitcoiners and uh, thank you for the work you're doing. Like this won't be an easy thing to do, but it will be meaningful.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate your words. I appreciate your invite. I appreciate everything you're also doing. And uh, yeah, th- thanks a lot. You're welcome.
0: I look forward to the next chat. Maybe I'll put a I'll put a notice on my calendar for like a couple months. We'll do another one if you're keen.
1: Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, again, I I, I hate t- uh, to do this, but um, I have to ask uh, for for all sorts of support, also financially. And um, yeah. So thing, Bitcoin, ho-
0: Bitcoin Understore Hostel, for anyone who's listening and wants to check this out, there is a link to your TallyCoin to receive donations. And uh, so people would just DM you, they can donate to the TallyCoin, they can go to your website, which is also listed in your Twitter bio. Um, the Twitter bio is, we crowd design, build, and fund Europe's first Bitcoin hostel, a hub for a hub to teach locals and travelers about the future of money. I think that alone is mm-hmm. like, you'll get some support. And you already, it sounds like you already have been, so you're, do, you're doing it right. Cool. Awesome. Awesome, dude. So for everyone listening, well, I guess, Albert, thank you for joining us today at the Bitcoin STOA. To everyone listening, thanks for being here. If you enjoyed the conversation, you can support this project by heading to BitcoinSTOA.com and sending some stats to the QR code on our homepage. You can also head to Bitcoin understore hostel and donate or support or message and give input to Albert. He sounds like he's very open-minded and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing how this unrolls to everyone listening. Have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Nick, thanks. Thanks for the invite.
0: You're very welcome.